Hello, everybody, and welcome to another installment of the Let the Kids Play Sports Podcast, the podcast that gets my perspectives on sports. I'm Derek. My dad, Scott, is with us today. How are you doing on this day? Oh, doing very good, Derek. Well, here we go. Another week of sports. This time we're going to talk a little NBA. But don't forget, there's other stuff going on, including stuff in my world, which we will get to later on. Kicking it off in the NBA, I want to start off with one team that's just been sheer dominant in the league, if I do say so myself. It's been the Boston Celtics this year. They are 44-12, and 12, pretty much running away with the Eastern Conference at this point. Now, some people say, oh, it's not really yet. There's still a third of the season left. But if you look at how they've been playing, they don't look like they're slowing down, coming off a win against the Bulls, 129-112. to 112. And in my eyes, this just doesn't look like a team that's ready to stop playing good. Oh, and they've won seven in a row as well. And at least they, they probably won't face a challenge in the regular season with Philadelphia having injury issues. The Milwaukee Bucks have been struggling ever since Doc Rivers took over. Uh, the Celtics are going to have the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, barring a big change. Because I'm sure you're going to bring up Cleveland. Cleveland's won something like 18 of their last 20 games, and they're still uh, a mile behind Boston. Yeah, it's a good thing that you brought up Cleveland because they are pretty much the next team behind them. Obviously, they're having a very good run, but Boston's just too far ahead for anybody to catch right now. If Cleveland keeps up this run, they might be able to shorten the gap, but Boston might just go on another run and pull away. Well, another team that's kept the eyes open, but for a bit more of the wrong reasons recently, has been the Milwaukee Bucks. Since the coaching takeover, things have started to decline. Obviously, they have now fallen off the top spot in the Central. They are now 35-21. and 21. And in, arguably, having some struggles late in the season... Oh yeah, they, they, they've they've been struggling. Have been the Milwaukee Bucks. I think the hope for Milwaukee is that the All Star break came at a good time. They can reset all of that. But this is a team that had high expectations and could still very well reach them with getting Dame Lillard and of course with Giannis. But you're right, Derek. They've lost seven of their last ten games. It has not looked good since Doc Rivers took over. Obviously. Before the coaching change, they were playing okay. They thought, though, that this coaching change was going to be what ignited them to do what, say, Boston's been doing, and it really has backfired so far. And if it does not rectify soon, even though there's a lot of time, you just have a—it it doesn't smell good for the Milwaukee Bucks. They might be number three in the Eastern Conference right now, but it doesn't smell good for Milwaukee. Yeah, that's the risk of making a coaching change at this time. It could either go really, really well, and they jump up to where Boston is currently, or it could backfire completely, like you said, 
and now they are in second place in the division. And there's been some questionable decisions made by the Bucks when it comes to coaching. Let the guy go last summer, obviously. You had this guy on board for just, uh, well, uh, basically a quarter of the season. They bring in Doc Rivers, and it's probably been the worst that it's been. However, Doc Rivers now has had a week with the All-Star break to reset. Their schedule loosens up a little bit and will gain, I don't want to say a better idea of the Milwaukee Bucks, but they've got an opportunity to settle the stomachs. Yeah, they're coming up with a game against the Minnesota Timberwolves, who are having a very good season this year. So that'll be a true test for them before the schedule starts to loosen up a bit more. And you mentioned the Minnesota Timberwolves right atop the Western Conference in a in a race with Oklahoma City and the Clippers and Denver's in there as well. But for long-suffering Timberwolves fans, let's not forget NBA basketball has been pretty much a rumor in Minnesota for the last 20 years. The Timberwolves had that long playoff drought they finally ended just a couple of years ago, but they are having really their best regular season in 20-plus years, and they are a a lot of people are going to sleep on the Timberwolves because they have not been a name for the last few years, but if this keeps up, they've got a good shot of making a deep run in the playoffs, and with the Minnesota Wild likely going to miss the postseason in the NHL, it could be an NBA spring over in the Twin Cities. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, that they haven't really been a huge name for the past few years, because there was one time that one of my social studies teachers brought up the Timberwolves losing a game, and then my one of my classmates said, oh, another one. Even though they were still at the top of the West at the time, they just all they remembered was the Timberwolves struggling for the past few years. That brings me on to another point with this is usually seen a lot with and every sport has them. The big teams like in the NBA they got the Lakers, they have the Golden State Warriors, they've got the Bulls even, but Every once in a while, that team's going to struggle like every team does. There's going to be times they struggle. This year seems to be the year for a lot of those teams. Chicago, 26-30 and 30 this year. Obviously, look at the Lakers. They're 30-27. and 27. And Golden State's also struggling at the bottom of that division. Well, a lot of these names, the Warriors and the Lakers in particular, have been atop the Western Conference for a long time, but both of those teams have been getting older. They're not quite as good as they were three, four years ago. We can really dive into it, and I think a lot of people who don't follow the NBA on a day-to-day basis are just assuming teams like the Lakers and the Warriors are again contenders in the Western Conference, and that's not the case. Both right now look comfortably in at least the play-in round, but the Lakers and the Warriors are not a threat in the Western Conference. They might win a series. They might make some noise because you can't ever really rule them out or you you can't bet against Steph Curry you you, you think LeBron James and Anthony Davis will make something happen with the Lakers but if you're a Timberwolves fan 
you look at this and you go, nobody scares you right now other than the defending champions, the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, I completely agree with that. They seem to be sitting high atop the class. Obviously, every team at the top is going to be challenged. Boston may not, but in the Western Conference, it could get spicy. So, yeah, the Timberwolves, it, it could be a fun uh, spring if you're a professional basketball fan. The Bucks will be in the playoffs. We'll see if they settle things down. And the Timberwolves, for the first time in eons, are going to go into the playoffs not just as a plucky underdog, uh, but they are going to be a favorite, barring something happening in the last couple of months. And the Timberwolves have been very good at home, 19-5 and at the Target Center this season. That's a recipe for success. They have dominated at home, uh, which has not typically been the case for the Timberwolves. Yeah, that is a complete perfect example of the home court advantage a team can have. Just dominating at the target center is huge for a team. Well, before we wrap up this edition of the Let the Kids Play Sports podcast, I want to talk about some other stuff going on in the world of sports. First off, what I have going on, my final hockey tournament is this weekend for the Eau Claire Mustangs. We are heading over to Chippewa to play in that one. While simultaneously, during the same weekend, I begin my baseball season with the Seymour Stars. They are competing in an indoor tournament at VSA. Yes, you're going to have a very busy Saturday, hockey and baseball. Yep, one hockey game bright and early in the morning, and then two baseball games in the afternoon and evening to wrap up my day. Now that being said, which one are you more excited for? I'll be brutally honest. I'm a lot more excited for the baseball games. Get that season started. And uh, you've been getting some indoor work for the baseball season. Uh, last week even had a chance to get some instruction from the Eau Claire Blue Golds. Yes, I did. In fact, I went to a catching clinic that Seymour does. That was overall a very good experience to get some reps in and being able to practice my catching ability. But other than that, I'm just really excited to get back out there on the field. You'll have that, but before, but uh, you're still excited to have another couple of games of hockey, and then oddly enough, you guys will still have some practices after this week, but those are fun practices, aren't they? Yeah, they're just probably going to be a lot of games and stuff for that. So to pretty much sum up what I'm doing, I've got baseball and hockey this weekend and then closing up the hockey season while starting to really start to focus on my baseball and we'll probably be able to get a chance to get outside earlier for baseball with the way the weather has been hey and uh, you got to tell everybody another thing for you 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 did get selected again for the uh, talent show at South Middle School. Yep, once again I'm gonna be doing a comedy routine a different one from last year obviously but always fun to perform in front of other people. You've got some fresh material? Yeah, I've obviously got some fresh material. I got a, a baseball spring training's gotten going this week. Has anybody at school talked about the the controversy with the uniforms, namely the see-through pants? Uh, no one actually brought up the pants controversy. Yeah, do you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely not. All right, everybody uh, get a chance to, to go online and look at the new Major League Baseball uniforms. Uh, the pants 
And again, you wonder how much they, they test these things out. Uh, somebody got paid a lot of money to come up with these things. They're see-through. They're there. You can see right through them. Uh, you're seeing sausage uh, with these pants. So get a chance to take a look at them. Not that you necessarily want to see how the sausage is made, if you will, but you will not believe that these things went through layers upon layers of people signing off on them. That'll be a story during spring training, these uniforms. And to tie it back into basketball, something basketball did about 15 or so years ago, they changed the basketball. And they went through eons of testing and all of that. They changed the basketball. The players hated it. And by the middle of the season, they'd gone back to the old basketball. My gut feeling is with Major League Baseball, before you get too deep into the season, if these uniforms continue to be negative publicity for them, they're gonna they'll go back to what they were. Yeah, I completely agree with that statement. Just based off of what you've told me, I don't think that it could go get any worse from there. Thankfully, we've noticed many of the guys do wear underwear underneath there their pants. And I don't even think we should have to worry about that. <laughs> well, on behalf of everybody that has made this podcast possible, I'm Derek Monsano saying that'll do it for this edition of the Let the Kids Play Sports Podcast. Here at Eau Claire Hometown Media, we're proud to have as one of our longest serving partners, the fine folks with Stokes, Proc, and Munt Funeral Chapel and the Cremation Society of Wisconsin. Randy tells me the goal he has for the Cremation Society of Wisconsin. Well, we want to keep growing, uh, and we are. It's uh, our, our model is quite progressive compared to a lot of the others, uh, mainly because our Cremation Society is statewide and not just a local thing. You know, we go all over the state, all 72 counties. 